Download the app, Bet Big, Win Bigger. And I got to tell you, I really like the sound of that. And with WinBet, it's just that easy. WinBet has what you need to win. So if you're from Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, sign up today to receive this special offer. New users can take advantage of WinBet's bet $50 to win $200. Just bet $50 and win $200 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. Download the app, bet big, and win bigger. Let's get after it. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older and present in a state where win bet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too. 1-800-889-9789. The Greenlight Podcast welcomes you. It's a brother episode today. We've got the Long Brothers, Kyle and Howie join Chris, and we got Bo Allen, who feels like a long-lost long brother. Bo and Chris do a little Monday Night Football recap, talk to Miko Ryans and Jalen Hurts, and discuss J.J. Watt's AFib condition, something that Bo is very familiar with, as he'll discuss. And then the brothers Long join. A little mailbag, a little bit of the best of Dirty Harry. We just have a good bit of fun. And don't forget, we got Big Bad Von Miller. Later this afternoon, at 2 p.m., you'll find a great conversation between Vaughn and Chris. Y'all enjoy. Reed, ask me a question about softball. On the phone, you were like, uh, hey, I'm going to come in real fast. It was so epically terrible. Was it actually that epically terrible? Slaughter rule, 10 nothing. It was quick, too, because y'all left here at Bro, 6.45, and it's an hour later. Listen, it's 7.53 p.m. The game started at 7. The, the softball field is eight and a half minutes away. I had to spend three minutes walking to my car talking to the guy that I called off or appeared to call off on the last out of the game foul ball fly ball just hit the fucking it hit the deck it, it was like it was like a 30 pound rock hit the grass right in front of us like that's the way the, the, like our, our team is so smart guys are we're walking in and and the dude says that's an ignominious way to end the the game I don't even know what that means but I'm pretty sure it means that's how the fucking game went is how the game ended. Now we wouldn't have put the guy out at home home plate. Base reduced. It's ten nothing. This was deep left center. And what I'm trying to be is accountable here, Reed, because I had a hand in this. Everybody took a fucking turn. But we got a bye week coming up, Reed. Bye week. I found out softball. as I was getting in wow. the car before somebody yelled at me like I was about to hit their tiny Ford Bronco. Didn't know I had a backup camera. Okay. <laughs> Spent fifteen seconds gawking at them. We have a bye week coming up, Reed, and we, we couldn't hit the ball out of the infield. This guy was like Greg Maddox. He had like spin on the ball, 
knuckleball softball at softball and this like high you know he's yeah he had spin he had spin the whole thing dude everybody was hitting fucking grounders this guy was legitimately greg maddox it was so fucking bad reed like this is not a good feeling honestly the only reason i'm here is to be accountable as i was walking out to the outfield one of my teammates was like oh man nights like tonight you probably don't want to go to work and talk about this shit do you and i was like you know what I was going to go home. We had all our work wrapped up for the day. We wrapped a great interview with Von Miller. We had Bo Allen. We had Kyle Long for a great mailbag. We had Dirty Harry, you know, all three brothers on the Zoom. Everything was going perfectly. Got to the stadium there and laid an epic egg. And so I need to come in and be accountable and and tip my cap to that group of guys who did not look like a team that was going to beat us 10 to nothing. Not that I thought we were going to win. We haven't done that in fucking ages, I feel like. But we, the way we finished that game was disgusting. I think you guys were, you got your last win. You were two and one at one point. I lost. Because you went I, I one lost. and one and then you won the next game. I and lost then it's, count. It's been an O for recently. Now, do you all have the same respect for this team that blew you out as you do for the last week's team that blew you out? Because remember, you came in here, you were like, hey, take it all the way. You guys take the ship. Yeah, take well, it. this this team, you know, I respect them for sure. But, uh, the pitcher, man, he, you know, it's, they scored 10 runs. They, you know, they're a good, solid hitting team. How many innings? Five or six innings. <laughs> you know, whatever, however far we made that, it. That's better than, that's better than last week. Cause last it's week not, it was though, like 20 to way, two. Bro, in, we, we were hitting all grounders. We couldn't hit the ball out of the infield. Was it a lot of three up, three down? It was a slow death, dude. These guys were, their putouts were perfect. They, the ball was always on target. So yes, I respect them in the field at bat. Solid team, nothing to write home about. But the fact that we couldn't hit fucking uh, Tim Wakefield out there, you know, is disgusting, dude. Fielder's choice and an error. Do, do these teams two practice? Do you think they must? Teams, you know, they must. I just wanted to get that off my chest before the podcast. And a bye week next week, so yeah, to think about how fucking terrible we are. You guys might need a uh, like a mini camp. You guys just go somewhere for a weekend. Hey, you know what? We need Have a vacation, someone build a like field. A, build a field down, you know, out in the woods. You just you guys just grab a couple coolers of Miller Lite. Yeah. You know, drink responsibly down there and work on your softball. No, we need to take a team trip. We need to go to like to like Cooperstown. Go to Cooperstown. Pearl Harbor. <laughs> we need to go there. You need to Stacey go to Gettysburg. You we need to go to Gettysburg. You need to get uh, Denzel Washington to take you to Gettysburg. We need to go to Gettysburg. We got to figure this shit out. We need to do something to bond as a team because that wasn't up to our standard, myself included. Okay, so I'm in here to say that. Enjoy the podcast. Um, fuck me. Going to be a great show. Got Bo Allen coming on. Then I got Kyle in a mailbag. Um, Reed, am I missing anything? You're missing something pretty big. I think it's another double drop Wednesday. Oh man! And we uh, don't hurt him, Reed. We had him come through. Von Miller. Yep. Joined the show today. Buffalo Bill, former LA Ram, former Denver Bronco, two-time Super Bowl winner, and Mensch. He's a Mensch. Absolutely. He stayed on for forty-five minutes. Oh, he's a wonderful person. Whatever you need, he said it about five times. Oh, I love the guy, dude. We love Von Miller. I didn't think I could love him anymore. And he blessed us with that dynamite interview. So check that out. Coming out later today. If you're going to sit through this, you should definitely sit through Von Miller as well. All right, now uh, time to bullshit a little bit. Um, and we're getting, the, getting the, the band back together. Kyle's coming in studio. I'm waiting 
patiently. He's getting McDonald's. Uh, and and Howie's about to hop on the Zoom. Dirty, hairy, for some fuck, marry, kill. In that order. Every deep playoff run starts with building an amazing team. Doing the same for your business doesn't take a room full of scouts. You just need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Find great talent faster through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. With Instant Match, over 80% of employers get quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job, according to Indeed Data US. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed helps star applicants to shine with over 135 assessment tests from cooking to coding. Indeed assessments help take the stress out of the interview process. Your candidates get to prove themselves before the interview and you can dive deeper into talking about what's important to you. Even better, Indeed's the only job site where you only pay for applications that meet your must-have requirements. Indeed is an unbelievably powerful hiring partner, delivering four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest 2019. Visit indeed.com slash greenlight to start hiring now. Just go to indeed.com slash greenlight. Indeed.com slash greenlight. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's almost week five, guys. And uh, I, I guess, I could, Bo, was there ever a time in your career that you were counting the weeks to, to the end of the season? And what was the earliest that you were counting the weeks? <laughs> I think you start to count the weeks like in the off season when you see the fucking bye week, you know, and you're like, all right, we've got to see when that bye week is. Yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? But in 2018, we were the Bucks. I think our D coordinator was Mike Smith got fired after like week three or week four. And that, at that point, when your D coordinator's fired about halfway through the season and you have one of the most injured defenses that you've ever seen in your whole fucking life, yeah. then you kind of start to count the, count the weeks. And by the way, I'm counting count. the fucks today. Uh, Bo Allen, oh, yeah. you know, this is me putting my producer hat on after a recent show. You know, Bo always wants to know, how am I doing? I'm saying, Bo, you're doing awesome. Uh, you say, I you, respond well to feedback, You say fuck Chris. a lot. You, it's like a crutch for you. You know, I have crutches. Yours just happens to be fucking. And I'm a guy who says fucking, like, you know, indiscriminately. I use fucking uh, as a verb, Ooh. a noun, a pe- present participle, past participle. Motherfucker as a compliment. Yep. Gerund. Yeah. Yeah. I use all that um, shit. And, and I, I, Bo, I just, I want to challenge you not to say effing today. So we're going to have a swear counter. The goal is to get through the entire pod without saying fuck or fucking for Bo Allen. I'll put, like, I'm going to be generous. I'm going to put it at two. You get one fuck up. You get to two. One here's fuck, what, fuck up. Yeah, here's what I'm proposing you got to do. When's the, when, when does it start? When does it start? Like, after, right after now. we decide. Right okay, now. Okay, hold on, hold on. Fuck, fuck, no, 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 fucking, no, no, no. fuck, fuck, <laughs> fuck, cock, ball, shit, ass, bitch. Bastard, okay. fuck. It's like doing ayahuasca for your vocabulary. Um, it's yeah. just a cleanse. All right, so starting now, and you haven't even heard the terms of the the, the deal here, but if you get if if we get two of them, you got to bet against Wisconsin this weekend. You got to place a <laughs> bet against Wisconsin on the win bet app. A three figure bet, Bo. 
Three figure three bet. Three figures? Yeah. You know, you got an interim coach this yeah. weekend. I know it's fun to root for the interim coach. Uh, they f- well, Jimmy's a good coach. Okay. We want to root for yeah, Jimmy, I, so let's not say. We want to root for Jimmy. Jimmy Leonard, a legend. And y'all are an playing Northwestern. Legend. Is Northwestern Wisconsin, Ooh, yeah. is, that a, uh, is that a big? Rivalry. Yeah, is that a robbery? No, but times are tough right now in Madison, so who knows? Yeah, well, you know? times are freaking tough in Madison. Let's get this show on the road, man. Um, Bo, anything good happening today? Yeah, a lot of things are good. If my uh, connection seems bad, Chris, it's because I'm currently downloading Overwatch 2. <laughs> so it's a big day. I'm going to be, I got my monster. I got some doozers. I'm going to be up all night. Uh, I'm a Mercy main. I know you have no, no idea. No idea what you're talking about. You might as well be my teenage son that I'm that I'm not getting along with who spends all his time in, in like his, uh, He's his a healer. gaming room. He's a healer. I'm a healer. Yeah, healer main. Mercy. It's like the exact character that you would not expect me to play. Well, what is so so kind of hot though? Let me ask you a question. Everybody just heard what Bo said. There's a new video game out. Bet the the Eagles this weekend. They played (laughs) Kyler Murray. (laughs) Somebody needs to see if Kyler is on Overwatch. Kyler does not play Overwatch, dude. No chance. What's he on? He's probably on COD or like Apex or. Why do you say that? that. Why doesn't he play Overwatch? Overwatch is the kind of game for people that like don't leave the house. Isn't that what all these games are for? Actually, I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. That that's a little discriminatory. I think Overwatch is very broadly appealable. Okay. What about the what about the one uh, the Fortnite game? Fortnite's for like twelve year olds. Okay. The guy who invented Fortnite, one of the guys that invented Fortnite lives in Charlottesville. Or at least his family oh. does. I'm just uh, just a little nugget for you. Bo, we were just get him on the pot. We, uh, yeah. We were just in Philly. Uh, we had a weekend together, Bo, I alluded to this on the Monday show. Like that was one of the top five drunkest I've been. I don't, um, not all year, but like in the last six months, maybe Friday night. That one snuck up on me, man. Cause I, I mean, I wasn't really expecting you or Connor. We were, I don't know if you get, I I doxed Connor Connor Barwin. Yeah. It's, I know it's below him as an NFL executive to hang out with us two low lives, but he took us out in Fishtown, his little hipster village. They, they, you yeah. know, like we rolled up to this restaurant and uh, I, I was all dressed up thinking like, you know, it's a nice restaurant. And it was, it was LMNO is the restaurant. It's awesome. And they got this bar on the side that they spin vinyls in. It's cool. It's like smoked out. Really cool. Really cool place. And I'm always super nervous about hipsters because I think like they're going to be mean to me because I'm big and like they, <laughs> they sniff jock a mile away. Right. But they're all so nice. You got to give them a chance, these hipsters, man. They're super cool. Connor's one of them. He, cool. he brought his bike to the bar. He had his bike helmet in the bar. We had a grand. Yeah, I put his time. helmet on at one point. At the cool bar, he put it on? For me. Yeah, it seemed necessary. I had a couple drinks. You know, safety is important. I'm a helmet guy. Look like a goober. Um, but uh, we, Chris and I were feeling ourselves a little bit. We were, you know, back in Philly. I, I hadn't been in Philly in a couple years. I think Jake Elliott's wedding in like 2020 right before the pandemic was the last time that I was in Philly. And so, you know, I want to go out and everyone's always talking about, oh, Bo and Chris, you're never going to have to buy a drink in, in Philly again. That's not true. I mean, kind of found I that buy out. every drink. I've never, <laughs> yeah. you know, they always say that. I have no, I don't think I've had a, yeah. now here's what's unfortunate. People buy us shots. We don't want you to buy yeah. us shots. We want like, like a beer or something. I'm 37. 
I don't need a shot. I don't need two Jack Daniels back to back and then a fireball. We got we had J. Oh, somebody gave us J Mo shots. This is the first drink somebody bought us. We were wandering around after LMNO because I really didn't think Connor was going to want to go out because he's got kids and you know so so I was a little yeah (laughs) so I was a little surprised and then we walked into a bar called Bar which is or like the bar or something right by Center City which coincidentally was like the first bar I ever went to in Philly that was. Uh, in OTAs, like as a rookie, just grinding, didn't know the city at all, and we were staying at like some Marriott right by uh, City Hall, and just wandered over the bar. So it's kind of fun for that to come full circle, and that's when we had all the JMO shots, and then we were wandering over. It was, got pretty late. I didn't know the name of that only, bar. I like that bar. I like that one the too. The bartender yeah. had an aquarium a- uh, piece on a uh, sleeve, so we were talking about you know yeah. like fish stuff like that. <laughs> I don't know if I was making any sense. You know when you're like, we were, I'm trying to speak English right now, but I know the, the bartender sees how drunk I am. Everybody else in the bar, yeah. like they have drunk person vision, so they don't hear that you're slurring your words. But when you try to have a conversation with a bartender, that's when you look really dumb. Yeah, I was looking stupid. So then we went so to we're we're Voyeur. To, we were trying to go to Voyeur, which is like a late night spot. I don't think it's a very nice spot, and we got Definitely denied. They wouldn't let us in, and uh, it, Chris and I were so butthurt about it. It was really speak for yourself. Was, I just wanted to instigate. It was, it was funny, but like I was like, man, I gotta go back to the hotel room and get my my. Oh, I almost swore there. I gotta get my damn Super Bowl ring. Good for you, you know? bro. Get into this, way to, get way into to this bar at three a.m. Yeah. Yeah, wait a holster. Just wait. It'll, it'll Imagine three, so, three former Eagles, though, standing outside of a, a, a club that was really below. Nothing against the club, but it was young. <laughs> I mean, like, legitimately below us to go to this club. Like, we are too old to be in this club, which is why we got turned away. But that's Bo's MO to take you to a <clears throat> to younger, younger kids people bar. So that was right, in Philly. Yeah. New Year's Eve. Yeah, there was. It was ra- it was raining out too. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I guess my old tricks aren't working. They wouldn't let us stand but... under the tarp. They're like, you guys can't get in, and you can't stand <laughs> under this fucking tent. This yeah. is our tent. Uh, get out of here, scram, scram. So that t- you're washed, that you, scram. That tells, fucking, uh, <laughs> that tells you how recognizable and cool we are. Never have to buy a I drink again in Philly. Yeah, you, you, they're yeah. not gonna let you into the bar. So you know, nobody's. Yeah, you're not gonna be buying a drink. Nobody's gonna be buying you a drink. Sheesh. Shout out to those bouncers. Yeah, they were employees of the month. Oh, they were hardos. Uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, Philly was a fun weekend. Uh, it took me like two, three days to get back on the mend after that night. So thank you very much, Bo. Um, we had Monday night Welcome. football last night, our, our last night, your two nights ago. And listen, it's automatic. Bet. The Niners, when they play the Rams in the regular season, they own the Rams. Not in the postseason necessarily, because that's when they got them. Jimmy G's seven and one now against the Rams. 2018 December, that was the last time um, the, the the Rams beat the Niners in the regular season. I was an NFL player. My kid was crawling around. Luke was crawling around. Uh, you know, like the pandemic hadn't happened. All was well, right? It's been a long time. And, you know, Jared Goff sitting there, you know, after they lost to Seattle and probably has the game on, and he's like, man, I, he's Ben Jones uh, is better than Symbol Sean McVay. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't know. They can't figure it out since I left offensively, or since not since he left, but since they, they traded away uh, Robert Woods. Since they haven't had Robert Woods, they haven't looked the same. 
And so last night was just a, another example of that. And I don't think, I don't think Matt Stafford's healthy, Bo. I don't think so either. Right? Yeah. I took a video during the game of him limping out of the half. Um, and yeah. I, I don't know, would this be a code break for me to post that video and be like, yeah, Matt Stafford's limping? I feel like as a, as a former football player and a media guy, that's a really speculative tweet. And I didn't hit right. send on that tweet. Do you think that would have been a code break to point out a limp? Mm, I mean, I just, I wouldn't, I never like to comment on injuries regardless, you know? So I think that that's kind of what you're saying. I don't know. Maybe a little bit of a code break. I think it's more of a former player thing than than. Anything. Yeah, you got to wait till you, know you do your podcast the next night. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I don't uh, think he's well. You look under his under his right sock. It looks like he's got a knee sleeve on there. A lot of guys wear knee sleeves and that sort of thing, but um, he looks like he's limping around. Nobody's caping for him, like you know. Last year, and they do this with quarterbacks, like a guy's struggling, and you know the former quarterback in the booth is going to point out how hurt he is three times in the game. Like, yes, that happens, but two things can be true at once. Like, people might want everybody to know the whole deal makes some excuses for Matt, but it also might be true. We haven't even talked about the shoulder. The ball placement looks off. Uh, he looks erratic. He's he's in the hunt for leading the league in picks. I will say this. I'm not going to count the Rams out, although I had the Niners winning the division. Now I'm like Oprah.gif. With the palms out, like, you know, they're favored to win the division now. Sportsbooks know. Um, we knew this. Uh, but the Rams are still possibly a playoff team because of the defense um, and because of some of the playmakers they have. And you don't know. Matt Stafford could feel better in a month. Yeah. Like, uh, And they've been there before, Chris. You know what I mean? Like, I think that that actually does mean something when you've won a Super Bowl and when you have a vet team like that. You can kind of go through shit during the season and come out of it stronger and going a little playoff push on the stretch maybe 2018 Bo great point like you weren't there uh you had moved on to greener pastures uh <laughs> to get ready to play with Tom Brady more so. humid pastures bro <laughs> yeah uh but you were you were in Tampa and we were up there trying to defend that Super Bowl that that we won and uh, I think we started yeah. the year four and six and yeah. You know, I'm sure a lot of people counted us out when we got beat by the Saints 44-7 to down there in New Orleans and we go to play them in the playoffs and we're a player or two away. So I only say that to say when it comes to a team that's defending a Super Bowl title that has some injuries, that Van Jefferson's down, you know, they've, they've, they're replacing people up front, which is really hard, right. and Matt Stafford's back there getting pummeled, right? Um, but last year... The year they won the Super Bowl, I can remember a primetime game, and I talked about this on Fridge Talk last night. By the way, code break to leave my fridge open for 12 minutes off and on? Mm. Nah. Yeah, that's what the fuck I said. People need Fridge Talk. So um, I said this last night on Fridge Talk. Don't tease him. Yeah. Don't say fuck, and he can't. Oh, yeah, he can't say yeah, fuck. Yeah. My bad, my bad. We're in the yeah. same boat yeah, here. Yeah, my, my, my fault, Reed. That's, that's freaking baloney. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so I so I said this last night. If you'll remember last year, Matt Stafford and the Rams hosting the Titans. I think they were seven and a half point favorites. I think I have a problem if I remember that, but I bet the the Titans and the Titans uh, got the job done, and they just pummeled them up front. And Matt was he was fucking the hits he was taking. It looked like he was falling out of a ten story building like onto the ground. I mean, he was just, he was like Buddy Lee, you know, the he, guy in the jeans commercial. He took 11, and a, 11 quarterback hits, five sacks, and it was Rams minus seven. 
So there we go. Rams minus seven. So they were laying a touchdown. They got beat. Um, and Tennessee that night just exposed some real weaknesses in them that you knew were there. And, and from that moment on, I kind of wrote them off. I was wrong about the Rams last year. Learned a lot of lessons since I joined the media. You know, like do not count teams out that have good football players like the Rams do. You know, a lot of, of uh, you know, my dad was talking to Sean Payton this weekend. Sean said something interesting. It's not who you play, it's when you play them. And I think uh, I think that's true for NFL teams. And I think it might be true for the Rams here. But when it comes to this matchup, fucking throw away the key. The Niners own these guys. And uh, yeah. that defense is awesome. That de- Nick D'Amico Ryans, D- man. D'Amico Ryans, man. Yeah. D'Amico Ryans. This is a fun story. I was watching the game with some buddies last night. I told them. When I was in Philly, I was a rookie. When you're a rookie, like you don't know what the hell is going on. You don't even know what you don't know about football. Yeah. Like for all the rookies out there think you know they're hot shit and that they freaking uh, you know are these all pro best players that know everything there is to know about football. You don't even know how much you don't know. So anyway, I'm sitting down in my stance. We're playing the Giants. And D'Amico goes, hey, Bo, hey, Bo, lead week. It's coming right at you. You're getting a double team. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, thank God, dude. <laughs> and lead week? And they got like a one-yard gain. I got a double team. That whole that yeah. whole, uh, that whole whole day, he knew every single play that Eli and the Giants were running and just was sitting there like had the wherewithal on the field to make all the calls, all the adjustments, and then realize, hey, I got this rookie nose guard down here that doesn't know what the hell's going on. Like, shout that out to me, too. Like, it was a pretty cool thing, man. So, D'Amico Ryans, I would literally die for him. That's incredible. Uh, I think he's a, That's incredible. He's a really good guy, really good head coach, uh, Great was a great, great player. I played a lot of good stuff in the NFL, and I think that he's going to have a really good head coaching job somewhere very soon. Would you come out of retirement to play for him in Carolina? Yeah. The, the maybe Baker Mayfield. That's how much I love. <laughs> that's how much I love Meek. I'll never forget, too. Like, we would go. He's a great guy. We would go to these dinners on, like, Thursday nights um, in Philly. Like, we go to, like, Del Frisco's or, like, these big defensive dinners. And we'd always, you know, shoot the shit, like, talk talk about random stuff and Somebody posed a question like, "What's the what's the thing that you regret buying the most?" With like, I think someone had signed a big contract or something like that, and uh, everyone's going around talking about like a car, or, like a property they bought. And D'Amico's like, "Ah oh, man, I got this water heater. <laughs> it just didn't it just didn't work. It just really didn't work." And I was like, "He's like, it was like ten thousand bucks. Like, spent all this money on this dang water heater, and like, it didn't even get the water hot. It, it was just the funniest, most humbling. Like, it was. He's just a great guy, man. So I every time I see him." I mean, he's basically just making me root for the 49ers. Well, in that you know, game. Andrew Luck gets a flip too. phone and D'Amico Ryans yeah. gets a water heater. Um, <laughs> yeah. I leased a Cadillac DTS. That was my first big. I was driving around like I was a fucking, uh, like I was a chauffeur, except I was in the front yeah. seat driving that motherfucker. <laughs> Sorry, Bo. Uber black SUV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, yeah, that so thing rides. flaunting these swearers that in thing's like for, a, That thing rides like a, a dream, those Cadillac DTSs, man. That was my first purchase. What was your first purchase, Bo, before before we, 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 um, we shower the Niners defense with praise? Yeah, I was a seventh-round pick, <clears> so I uh, – Pornhub My premium. Bonus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just to have a credit card got, that you can make that purchase <laughs> on without it getting I remember flagged. I got that check. I got a, a set of golf clubs that I still use, and I am f- really bad at golf. <laughs> <laughs> and that was close. Yeah, good. Yeah. Well and, uh, yeah, that was close. I am 
very bad at golf and I still have the same clubs and you know, maybe that's a problem. Um, this, uh, no, it's not a problem. It's <laughs> golf. Golf is an environmental issue. You, we talked about it on the last pod. You know how we much did. they're watering these golf courses? You don't feel oh, bad time. about that, Reed? You got a water boys hat on? You don't feel bad about that? People are talking I, to me about keeping the fridge open. I do feel bad. This is the last time you played uh, nine holes. Oh, it's been a while since I played nine holes, but the I, I watched the golf course get watered the other day, and it's it's tough. It's oh. not easy. Oh, they it's just water the, the fuck out of yeah. that thing. Yeah, but you think about, you know, like maybe there's some uh, – some wildlife that lives off the water on that golf course. Oh, you know, that's maybe some, that's maybe good. It, maybe it pools somewhere good, and they, they know where to go. That's so. good, Reed. Good on you. Yeah. Um, the, the 49ers defense, they got a lot of great players on the team. We always talk about how, how dominant they are and how, how many, how dominant they can be and how many blue chip kind of guys. Like when you look at that sheet uh, that they have upstairs and everybody's got a different color, like, you know, when they, did you used to look at that sheet in Philly Sometimes I'd check it yeah, out. Yeah, but sometimes they give it to you and you'd be like, what this the guy's hell? a red scout is watching this. Yeah, like, yeah, what? Please. This, this guy's a dog. And he's like, a, they had like the rating system. You know, I'd be like, a guy who's like 5.2, which means like they should be cut like right yeah, now. Yeah, so they basically <laughs> upstairs, they give you a sheet and they'd say, you know, the whole def- offensive uh, formation, it's there on the paper and the depth chart. Uh, each guy fits into a rectangle that's colored appropriately. And like blue chip players, there's a, a more than a few of them in San Francisco, and a lot of them play offense. But it's the defense that that if this team's going to compete for a championship, is, that you can hang your hat on, man. Like in the past, it's been like an incredibly dominant run game. You know, this year yeah. uh, they've had injuries in the backfield. You're, you're adjusting to loss of Trey Lance, to a loss of Trent Williams. You know, last night you do see a flash of of greatness with like a, a toss. That's a trap at the same time, like this exotic shit. I love that it was play. A beautiful play. I, I couldn't get enough of that. I love their run their game. Their run man. game's I great. Mean, going back to, I mean, I don't want to get too. Yeah. But like seeing a play like that is that's fun to watch because it's creative. It's also really smart. It's like I think we talked about like those wham traps in the pod before, but like just splits the defense. You know, everything's about like splitting the gap. defense, man. You're creating extra gaps with insert blockers and like the run game. In the NFL now is so fucking exotic compared to what it used to be, um, and and Shanahan does a lot of that stuff, and you can get enamored with the run game and the offense and Debo Samuel and Ayuk and all those guys and George Kittle who hasn't even been healthy, um, but it's the defense, man. It's three levels of great players, you know. It's 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 Hufanga, you know. It's it's Ward breaking up a ball in the in the corner of the mm-hmm. end zone. Hufanga, who's who's really come on the scene. Like last night was kind of his national coming out party. This guy's played sparingly last year. Um, he was a six-round pick. Was it was it USC? Um, coincidentally, USC. Same with, with the soft-spoken goat, Troy Palomalu, mm-hmm. who people are trying to compare him to. But this guy, if you sweated the, the Chicago-San Francisco game, you watched him running around like Spider-Man in the rain. This guy was, was leaping and bounding all over the field, fearless, jumping over motherfuckers, the whole nine yards and uh you were like man is this guy got juice or is this a nine on seven type of game where he's gonna shine he really does have juice man that pick six last night was huge you know he got to 21 miles per hour on that pick six that had him as the second fastest dude on the field as a ball carrier in week four he ran a four six at the combine like this guy's got field speed he's got great instincts he's gonna be really good i don't want to use the word great 
because you know you don't want to throw that word around. But this guy's going to be really good for a long time. You have Fred Warner, you know, uh, who, who's an absolute star. The young D'Amico Ryan's man, he is so good. <clears throat> He's really smooth. He he knows what what is going on. He knows what like, what is going on. <laughs> he, does. he does. He knows what the he knows. Is and, going and listen, he's he's <laughs> I, and I don't want to take anything away from him. He's one on one man, and um, and then Nick Bosa who. As of last night, is your front runner for the defensive player of the year? As of last night, I want to read some stats to you. Last night, I don't need because these sneak up on you, right? Even me, not a ball yeah, watcher, you know, the D lineman who who appreciates disruptions. Fourteen pressures last night on his own. Okay, that's insane. It's insanity. What it means is, and I'm going to tell. That's like. Every rep. It's damn near every. Sorry, no, it's ahead. every. Oh, no, Bo, you're right. It's, it's crazy. And and the thing that's amazing about it, and, and it makes sense, the reason he's not only a home run hitter but can hit for average is because he can beat you in multiple ways. He's yeah. got counters. Yeah. He's got a good feel with his hands. He's a power guy. And, and he can work the edge off the power. Um, he's dominant. He's so strong. Six sacks on the year. They, has 30 they pressures. They run really good games, too. They're, yeah. Yeah, thirty pressures. Thirty pressures in four games. On pace for one, one with, with an extra one. Hold on, let me do this quick math. Uh, one hundred twenty-seven point five pressures. CTE check. You're right. Can I get a, yeah. CTE, can yeah. I get a CTE check? Oh yeah. wow! Yeah, come on, bro. I'm, I'm good at fast math. Hey, C- CTE check passed. Oh, I know. Remember when we were doing that math in the car? You yeah, see that? I got you. you see All that? Right. That wish yeah. a motherfucker would diagram <laughs> that went viral on the internet. Yeah, That's yeah. kind of how I am with fast, <laughs> fast math. Out. Fuck around, find out. Yeah. You guys want to fuck around and find out how good I am at math? Try me. It's not hard. You don't have to fuck around very much to, to find, find out. out, dude. Yeah, exactly. You get it. <laughs> Chris will show you. But Micah Parsons, uh, the next closest uh, guy with pressures, he's got 22. And Micah Parsons is, a, is, an, is an absolute We've been talking about him all werewolf. season, how good he is. Now, the only reason he would have 50, if not for how they use him sometimes, mm-hmm. Um, but Nick Bosa, to me, is in the driver's seat for DPOY. And for them, Ebukam seals the game, if I'm not mistaken, San, uh, Los Angeles Ram. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's got to feel good to close out your old team like that. This is a, a unit that's allowing 9.5 points per game this year. This is crazy. They're absolutely legit. And uh, Jimmy G, man, he does enough. You know, I know they're a bunch of Yak Kings, but somebody's got to get those Yak Kings the ball. By the way, Debo Samuel was... 43rd in the fucking league in yak yards. And after the game last night, he's third. You know how many yard, yak yards he had last night? So he had 115 yards total. 78. 106. I was going to say 70. Oh! 106 That's... total yak yards. Every one of his yards was after the catch except nine. Incredible. And for him, uh, a big moment, you know, breaking Jalen Ramsey's tackle in the open field like, Jalen's not afraid to tackle, so I, I don't know if that's a, a you know a thing that people. It's just a tough tackle. It Impossible, it is a really tough tackle, man. You know, seeing Debo Samuel uh, coming at you in the open field. It, hey, Chris. Yeah. Uh, speaking of tough tackles, Bobby Wagner. What was that a code break? What do you think about that? Oh, Bobby Wagner? No, not a code break at all, dude. No, I thought it no. was a gender I've thought reveal about that at so first, many times. and I was like, yeah, this is good. Let's deck these motherfuckers. Let's just start decking them. <laughs> Let's get let's get Bobby Wagner with a tin advisor, Terry Tating, all these motherfuckers, dude. Just like that would that's that's a that's a skit right there. Yeah. yeah. So um 
No, it turned out to be a chicken protester. Really? Yeah, like one of those Timberwolves uh, people. You remember young lady chained herself to the basket? Yeah. These chicken protesters are getting out of hand, dude. And a security guard pulled the, pulled his hamstring. If I'm that security guard, I sue the chicken protester. If I'm Ooh, Bobby yeah. Wagner, you know how after an accident, people are like, oh, my neck kind of hurts. Bobby Wagner, oh. <laughs> you know, like... That, that guy's got... Chalk that one up to big chicken? Yeah, big chicken. I got no problem with people taking their life into their hands, sprinting onto an athletic field. I love when it happens. I think yeah. they need to show it. I think Peyton Manning is right. Show the fucking... The streaker. Right? We, yeah. Like... We're worried about a copycat league with streakers, but we're showing Jeffrey Dahmer specials on Netflix. On ne yep. Oh, I love that comparison. Chris. You think about Man. it. And it, it used yeah. to be like the TV didn't want to give them coverage because they would more people would want to do it. But now, since everything goes online, what's the difference, bro? Yeah. Like they did. Kyle Rittenhouse was on TV for three weeks. Just put the streaker on TV. It's just a person out there trying to spice up the the football game. Yeah. Maybe they're protesting chicken, but you see how it ends. It's fucking super entertaining every time. Um, I think there should be one streaker a game. If I was president, <laughs> I would bring to you the one streaker game plan. Then you get like different streaker, uh, like professional. Like you, you get a streaker. It's like Usain Bolt. Yeah, can become a whole thing. Yes, dude. You know? Yes. And then like a huge streaker. That's like a truck. Like he's gonna just. He's like a truck driver. He's like six. Can't eight, take him down. Miles. He's the cop. <laughs> can't take him he's down. the cop in Boston who fought Kimbo Slice on YouTube. <laughs> Yeah. Remember that shit? That fight went forever, yeah. dude. You just couldn't kill that guy. Or the guy that raced the 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 fast guy and the fast mascot in baseball. You know, Freeze. Freeze. Oh dude, yeah, Freeze, Freeze. Freeze had no idea what what hit him, dude. That guy was like a real sprinter. So yeah, I'm pro that. I'm I'm pro decking the guy. I'm pro the guy being on the field. Like I love it. Um, here, let's talk about some guerrilla marketing. Why doesn't Greenlight Podcast let's hire a streaker for Absolutely. a game? Absolutely. Hit my DMs. Yeah. I'm ahead of I'm head of marketing now too and HR. Let's go. I'm taking I'm taking this bitch over. So yeah, Debo's a beast. We know that. Uh they were Yak Kings last night. And Jimmy G looked better. He looked more comfortable. That's what he does though. You know? Um I'm not gonna draw too many conclusions on where where the Niners are. But it makes sense that they're in the driver's seat to win this division. They're just too solid, man. Anybody that can't see that, you know, Ray Charles could see that. <clears throat> Feels like they're picking up steam a little bit, too. Ask Stevie Wonder who's going to win the NFC West. He would tell you. <laughs> he knows. Somebody told me Stevie Wonder was driving a golf cart. I'm telling you, bro. I, I know people in the music industry, and somebody told me a golf cart pulled up after a show at a festival, and Stevie Wonder was driving that motherfucker. You well, tell me. There's that story of uh, Shaq said he was on an elevator, and Stevie Wonder walked in, and literally, and he was facing the other way. The door is open. Wonder, Stevie Wonder walked in and said, "Hey, Shaq, what's up, Shaq?" Oh, telling so, you, bro. Um, okay, so that that game. That game was, was entertaining if you had the, the Niners and the under. And uh, if you picked the Niners to go to the Super Bowl, I don't want to look like an idiot out here. You know, I don't. my Super Bowl picks are not to have fun. Like, I'm serious about them. When I pick a division winner, like, I'm kind of, I might be fucking around a little bit. But the Super Bowl picks, I want those to, to bear out. How different do you do all think the game would have gone if Jimmy G's pass had actually gotten jumped and picked by Kendrick to oh. Debo? Oh, because it, it almost was. Yeah. It was the right 
call and right spot yep. to put it, but Kendrick made a, big, uh, a great break on the ball. He was just a split second too late. Tight window. Yep. Tight window, yep. dude. That's a, that was a highly energizing play for the Niners too. So it's that would have been a completely different game. Okay, let's let's um, <clears throat> you got you want to give out um, an asshole of the week, Bo, or should I give out Drip do, King yeah. first? Let's go. Or yeah, uh, what do you think? I don't know. Let me do that. Let me do the yeah. Yeah, get your because I already gave away. an asshole of the week out. All right. How many times can I say the f word again before we get into this? Ooh, two's gonna get you All betting right. on Wisconsin. Here we go. We won't swear. <laughs> Asshole of the week is this damn Hurricane Ian. Uh, supposed to be on the pod last week. Had some great conversations with Cowboy Reed. We had a lot of really good content. I wake up Tuesday morning to a mandatory evacuation notice. Hurricane Ian, my asshole of the week, is coming in, expected 15 to 20 foot storm surges in Tampa Bay. And I'm about two blocks, a block off the water. I can see the bay right over there. And I thought that I was supremely aft. Um, so I had to evacuate. We didn't get to do the pod. Um, unfortunately, or, you know, Hurricane Ian turned south and really was devastating to Fort Myers and Naples. Tampa kind of got really lucky and, um, you know, came away with one there. But big asshole of the week, Hurricane Ian. Do you have sandbags and stuff like that? Were you doing that sort of thing at I your did house? I the sandbag thing. So I've, there's a big construction site right next to my house, and they had a bunch of sandbags, and those guys are – they're uh, very helpful. I did the sandbags. I did the board up the windows. I took all the furniture off my first floor. Unfortunately, my place did flood, um, but that was, you know, could have been a lot worse. So. It looks great. Yeah. As it as it stands now. Thanks, brother. I'm on the second floor right now. Yeah. First floor is not in not in great shape. So Hurricane Ant, <clears throat> you know, f off. Well, I'm glad you're okay, Bo. I'm glad you're okay, and uh, and uh, I'm sure another one will be back soon. So it's good yeah, for you to get the reps. Yeah, you know? get used it's to like it. a mock game for, you know, like an even <laughs> bigger game because it's coming. You live in Florida, yeah. bro. All right. Uh, drip King of the Week, Jalen Hurts. Great, great suit to the game, right? But it wasn't until the Manning cast that this award was locked up for uh, Philadelphia's favorite QB at the moment. Um, he gets up on the Manning cast. First off, he's got a self-portrait over his right shoulder, and then you scan to the left, and there's a self-portrait uh, of, of two guys in football uniforms, different football uniforms, and one's comforting the other or encouraging the other. And, uh, and, and it was Jalen Hurts at Oklahoma encouraging... Jalen Hurts at Alabama, or was it the other way no, around? No, no, Oklahoma yeah, encouraging the, Alabama. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the young Jalen Hurts was encouraging. The the old older Jalen Hurts see, was encouraging the younger Jalen Hurts. See, okay, so I don't – I would have done it the other way around. You would have done Alabama encouraging Oklahoma? Yeah, I would have been like – I would have been like, no, you know what? It's, it's actually perfect. The yeah, way yeah, it, it works. Yeah, yeah, and and it works. <laughs> it, it is perfect – in a couple ways, because he wore num- uh, jersey number one at Oklahoma and two at Alabama. So he's in Oklahoma gear, number one, encouraging number two at Alabama. And both those colors, both those jerseys are nearly They're identical. nearly identical. So, I mean, it really looks like it was a screen o- or uh, picture off of like a spring game between two guys like playing a spring game because the jerseys are so similar. But, I don't, but they look so good. I don't want – okay, i got to work this out in my head. <laughs> 
Do I want the old me who's dealing with a bunch of bullshit? No, it's the, it's no, the new it, guy. It's yeah, the yeah, new yeah, guy. It's, see, it's this, this, painting is, this painting is breaking my brain, dude. Because he, 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 It's like the grandfather paradox. Jalen Hurtsception. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, um, it's tough. It's tough. What I want so the future you is, is encouraging, encouraging the old you, the past you. Are you? T- but are you telling yeah. him? Are you telling him like, hey, things are gonna work out? Are you just like, hey, just trust me? Like that's what you're doing. Trust yourself. Trust us. Trust us. Trust us. I don't trust know. Us. I don't think I. I don't trust like that because future Bo hates past Bo. Past I Bo hate past Bo. I would. Or, 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 no, I don't hate past Bo. No offense. <laughs> I hate past Chris, though. I would have been like, you motherfucker. Yeah. Like, yeah, this bastard. This bastard didn't bastard. do the dishes. <laughs> yeah, bastard. Yeah. You see what I'm working with over here? I got nothing. Some ass commentary from you. I wouldn't even I talk to the old Chris. Word. You know, I want to get a painting yeah. of the new Chris just walking by the old Chris. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe, just or like, maybe podcast Chris putting his arm around. <laughs> Uh, St. Louis Rams, Chris. <laughs> if I could petition, we were talking about this. If I could petition Mina Kimes or something or or someone, another prominent artist, to 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 paint me, I'm going to commission a painting here. Somebody, Ace, our guy Ace and Chico. I need a painting, sizable now, <laughs> of podcasting me, comforting St. Louis Rams me. I'm going to put my I want a microphone. And we'll be putting my arm around somebody who just looks dejected. He's wearing a 72 Reebok pants with the fucking zipper. Jerseys that fit like 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 flak jackets. Heavy mesh. Fucking you know, four minutes. You know what mode. I'm going to get commissioned? What? You know Trent Brown's tattoo? Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> it's just going to be that, but future bow. Is the standing with the helmet on and then pass bow. <laughs> Secure Trent Brown. You're just you're just having threesomes. But with my past uh, self. Oh, so, <laughs> so your past self is you're just you're just worshiping the. Yeah, I got one in a in a Bucks uniform. I got one in. A, <laughs> one in an Eagles uniform, with a like in a Patriots uniform, like back in the in the background it's basically a tri- we're it's players tribune <laughs> you know players tribune i always say players tribune built a fucking empire didn't they sell it for a bunch or they're rich right the people that started players tribune they're rich all they did was write articles where older athletes were writing letters to their younger selves which is basically an opportunity to jack yourself off and be yeah, like, exactly. I know you don't know this, but when times get tough, you're gonna do X, Y, Z, and they like they plot, share, and read. They're like Mike. They're like Michael K. In that motherfucker, yeah. just talking it's about your. Chris, I know you don't know this, but your IPA is gonna go up. You're gonna save that baby <laughs> that fell in the river. You're gonna do. You know, like people are just they're their own PR agents over there at Players Tribune with right. those letters. That's what. And th- it works as a pain. And now what you do. The better thing to do now, Chris, is to just, you know, maybe like make a podcast and hire all your family and buddies so you can all just jerk each other off. Yeah, pretty much. Hey, you're, you guys are awesome. No, you're awesome. No, this is definitely yeah. worth it. No. Yeah. We're really good in Philly. This is going you know? well. We're great. Um, yeah. So, yeah, uh, I, I love that painting, man. I Honestly, he's on – you know how uh, you know how Russell Wilson surrounds himself with, like, motivational people? Like, I'm pretty sure I always say this. He's friends with, like, Tony Robbins and jo- Jordan Peterson. And, you know, he's very, he's very, like, he's out there with his mindset, right? He makes it known. 
I think Jalen Hurts has it figured out. He doesn't have to say anything about it. I think Jalen Hurts has what Russell Wilson wants between the ears. I think when you got a painting of your old self comforting your new self, was the other way around? The new self comforted the old old self? The most recent version of you comforting the old. That's the most player shit I've ever seen in my life, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like Jalen Hurts went up a million notches in my book, and I didn't think I could like him much more. The Eagles are four and zero. Just give him the Lombardi right now. The guy's got fucking water uh, oil paintings of himself over both of his shoulders on the Manning cast, letting the conversation come to him. If you're here in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, and you haven't tried the WinBet app yet, I have great news for you. WinBet is now offering $200 in free bets for new users. That's right, $200, 200 big ones on a $50 bet. WinBet is basically giving you free money. Don't turn that down. Don't pass that up. Download the WinBet app today. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too. 1-800-889-9789. J.J. Watt had AFib this weekend, is what we found out, which is a heart condition. Scary. You know, he played with it, but um, I was like, it was reminiscent of when you when you had the same issue for me. I, I I don't know many people as players that went through it, like found out they yeah. they have AFib, and uh, right. and and have to continue their career. Like, what's the tell me soup to nuts? What what's that about? All right, I'll try to not be too lengthy here. Um, this is actually something I've never talked about in the media, and I told you that. But uh, you know, like you said, JJ is pretty emotional and he's an emotional guy it's an emotional thing especially when you're confronted with the prospect of you know having your career end suddenly which as football players you deal with a lot but basically atrial fibrillation is afib and it's a irregular heartbeat you guys didn't know i was this freaking smart did you No, it's really Um, impressive sorry to be on my phone when you talk about almost dying i'm just no, it's all good, man. Um, I don't expect anything from you. You're a piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> where was I? Um, so it's caused by like complaining an about a heart rhythm. condition. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Me and JJ. Um, so it's caused by uh, like your basically your electrical impulses in your heart are just kind of crossed over, and it's you know it's an irregular rhythm, and it can be um, bad because it's kind of the longer that you're, you're in AFib, the longer you stay in it, if that makes sense. So you can go in and out of AFib, but for me, I was in AFib for months at a time. I didn't even realize it until kind of after. But I reported in 20, shit, when was this, 2016 for OTAs, and they do all of your stuff, you know, where they do um, – you know, like your height, your weight, and uh, they just run you through a physical, and then they, um, you know, put the electrodes on you and do the, uh, you know, all the rhythm stuff. And I remember, like, laying down, and they put all the electrodes on you, and you're kind of just like, oh, whatever. Like, you, we do this shit every year. Like, nothing's going to pop up. Right. And the guy was like, hey, do you know you're an AFib? And I was like, uh, what? He's like, yeah, you're an AFib right now. Look. And he, like, shows me my thing. And my, like, I, I don't think they're supposed to do that. Head. I think they're supposed to go to the back room <laughs> yeah, first. Yeah, it was exactly the guy was like kind of like excited about it and i was like what's going on here man um because it was just like 
Yeah, it's like a break in. It was like the, a break in the monotony for him, you know. Uh, hey, shit! One of these guys is really fucked up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Peter, come here. Uh, yeah, come check this out. This bastard's never gonna play yeah. again. Uh, but I'm trying. I can't remember what the test is where they put all the electrodes on you. It's just a EKG. Anyway, so EKG. Yeah, thank you, Chris. <laughs> thank you, Doctor Chris. <laughs> yeah. I am one dumb f- guy. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Dude, it's so hard. Uh, so he shows me my, my heart rate, and it's like 115 or 120 when I'm like just resting, laying down, which is, you know, I mean, it's, it wasn't ridiculous, but it's not ideal. So anyway, um, thankfully, like when you're a football player, you have access to some of the premier, uh, you know, medical facilities and doctors in the world. And that's especially true in Philly where there's, you know, some really good, re- uh, really good uh, hospitals. It's good like, restaurants that uh, can fix your heart. <laughs> <laughs> I started to say. Um, anyway, basically, I got a really good cardiologist from Jefferson, and they tried to cardiovert me, which is what JJ was talking about a little bit, where they put these paddles on you and kind of just like shock the shit out of you to get your heart back in rhythm. Um, so they cardioverted me one time. I broke through it. They cardioverted me another time, and this one stuck. And I, in the meantime, they planted, implanted this device. It's called a loop monitor, and it's just kind of sits like right you guys see this here let me show off my shirt a little bit but it sits right like kind of on your heart and it's a bluetooth thing where it records your heart rate at all time and um transfers the data to like a little unit that sits on your bed and then sends it directly to your so i was told bluetooth causes cancer yeah, probably. But, so you, know, you just got a fucking get, you got an earpiece in there like a limo driver. Get my heart, you got a limo driver earpiece in your left ventricle. I, honestly, I don't know. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was Bluetooth. Um, actually, here, hold on a sec. I hope it's not a USB plug-in. Was it going to get the thing? Bo is actually Tony Stark. He has one of these things in the middle of his chest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Here you go. This is now a Medtronic ad. Loop monitor. Wow. Right here. See? Yeah. So, so I had that sitting like right here. <clears throat> um, so what's really interesting is like we had a big squat day and like, you know, I'm a huge meathead, Chris. Uh, so like huge squat day. I was in sinus rhythm. was great. Everything was going great. This is before OTAs. Um, went out to practice and I was like, my le- I was like, man, my legs are dead. Like I got no gas. I thought it was just because, uh, White. We had a big, you know, <laughs> we had a big, get out of here. Uh, we had a big day in the weight room and like, I'm warmed up. I'm like, man, I feel horrible. Like no energy moving so slow. Uh, and then all of a sudden, like we, you know, we get done with our warm up in those days. We do like just a little jog across the field and back, yeah. just kind of stride it out a little bit. And I was moving like peanut butter, man, stuck in the mud, going so slow. And everyone thought I was, uh, joking around. <laughs> Like, 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 what do you do? Like, I was a lot. And then you, we would like do the warm up thing. We'd like break it down, like bring it in before, before practice start. And we had, I was like moving so slow. And I was like, Oh, something's like really wrong here. Like tunnel vision, bad. My heart is pounding. I like go to jog over to the D line where we're doing indie. And I'm like, I'm not going to make it, man. So like about halfway there, um, I kind of went like crashing in everybody. Cause they're like piled around waiting for me. Like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> And I, like, sat down and was like, hey, I, I'm, like, effed up right now. Like, you grab, like, a trainer, which is, like, something I would never say. Uh, so, long story short, I broke out of AFib. Uh, my heart rate was, like, 
irregular. It was like 3.30 beats per minute, and like I had like a really bad tone vision. I was trying not to pass out. I thought that I was going to like die on the football field, and it was like, da-na-na, Eagles defensive tackle, Bo <laughs> Allen, passed away tragically during OTA practice. Like, it's a voluntary practice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, not the game. So, yeah, <clears throat> we're talking about practice. Um, so, basically... The cardio version didn't work, and I have what's called an ablation, which is, like, pretty common. They just go into your heart through your, like, groin, I think your uh, femoral artery or whatever, and they go up there and they burn the area that's causing the irregular, you know, electrical impulse. Um, so I had an ablation, and I haven't had any AFib since, you know. Uh, the ablation worked when the cardio version didn't, and I, like, track my heart rate with, you know, different monitors and stuff now. Um you know, stopped doing, stopped caffeine, didn't drink um, for a long time after that. Actually, I stopped drinking from that point until we won the Super Bowl. I was going to say, until Friday night, <laughs> you had about 12 yeah. old fashions with me. <laughs> that was, no, so I, st- I stopped drinking for a couple of years until we won the Super Bowl. And I was like, I'm not going to not drink when we win the Super Bowl. Um, so that was the first time I drank uh, for, you know, two years or whatever it was. Was um, there any, yeah, like, I you're mean, not going to play football again? <clears throat> there was a little bit of that and the biggest the bigger problem was like after i had the ablation you need to take a bunch of um you know they put you on a bunch of different stuff so like blood thinners because you have a heightened risk right. of a lot of different complications with afib and so it's you know i guess the bigger issue you don't really know what the um cause of it is like it could be you know genetic it could be caused by a bunch of different things but in my experience, like the reason I couldn't, so I missed the rest of OTAs that year because I was on blood thinners and you can't play football when you are taking blood thinners like that because you, you know, you bruise easily. If you have a head injury, like you'd be in really bad shape. Right. So I guess I'm curious to see with JJ, what exactly they were saying um, to him. Cause obviously he was emotional after that. And you know, it's a pretty big deal. Like whenever you hear something about heart or heart surgery, scary. It's, it's scary, but yeah, AFib is not necessarily, you know, it's not open heart surgery. Right. So he, he having it, a, he could play. I mean, he's going to continue to play and just manage this. I, hopefully. I mean, yeah. According to Dr. Allen. Yes. <laughs> um, but I don't really know, I guess speaking, you know, from my experience, like it is hard because you don't really know what the hell is going on. And when the doctor tells you that you have like a heart problem, it's, pretty sobering thing um, 330 but, beats per minute like i can't yeah, even dude, I, is it I, like honestly, well it's like irregular so big yeah so like i could feel oh god and then like i get i'll get i just lay down so it's not necessarily a fun thing i mean i did dude i'd never i've never sat on a football field that way before like i sat like on my ass with my legs out like this you know which is how you knew i was in bad shape because i'm like a tough guy like oh don't take a knee on the field like and i was like oh i'm dying so like might as well sit like this you know um well, I'm glad you're okay. Yeah, I mean, so holy I shit. And so, you know, there is an outlook, you know, where things are positive. Yeah. We, yeah. Well, I, not that I don't doctors. think that was necessarily the most coherent story, but the bottom line is that, um, you know, I've experienced AFib. It can be very scary. I'm hoping that JJ's all right. I feel for him. You know, I'm kind of, I can be hard on players when they do things that are, you know, emotional or uh you know they kind of make it about themselves and stuff like that but i think i can understand you know jj being obviously frightened about something like that and emotional and you know 
concerned about the prospect of having to suddenly stop playing football. Like it's 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 a tough thing. Well, if he needs a pass rush advice or AFib advice, he can call you. <laughs> he can come on the looking pod. at Wisconsin yeah, directory, the the Badger exactly. directory. So the alu- check out the alumni uh, phone book. Not to end it on a downer. It's more of an upper because look at you, man. Like Friday night as we were slugging uh, shots of JMO. Uh, I never would have known you had after a night like that. (laughs) I never would. That would be a bad deal. So I'm glad you're okay. Um, Bo Allen, appreciate the time. Uh, Next week, same time, same place. Can't wait, man. Oh, I can't wait either. You made it the whole show without the f bomb too. No, that was amazing. Are we good? Can I? Can I swear now? Fuck yeah! (laughs) Fuck you, Chris! Fuck you! I did it. Okay, right, so bet on Wisconsin this weekend. It's almost like a worse punishment. So you played yourself yeah. into a punishment. The fuck out okay. of here. I'm back. I'm free. Take care. Football season brings back many traditions we know and love. Touchdown dances, pick sixes, strip sacks, game-winning sacks, tackles, hitting the quarterback, and watching it all with friends in a cooler Miller Lite. The action on the field is reliable year after year. Pair it with the most reliable light beer, Miller Lite. My perfect Miller Lite situation, there's crisp, the leaves are turning, I got a cooler full of Miller Lights, it's just warm enough to sit outside, maybe an outdoor TV, and I got about 12 to 16 of those bad boys in my cooler. (laughs) And I have three friends over, because I'm drinking responsibly. Miller Lite is the perfect beer for football Sundays because of the dependable taste, your friends love it, it's got low calories and carbs, and it's just a sleek, beautiful can. Since 1975, Miller Lite has been a mainstay in the stadium, at the tailgate, and in your fridge. No matter how your team plays, Miller Lite always provides a winning experience. With only 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12-ounce serving, your only concern is the next third down conversion, and Miller Lite tastes like beer. Because if you're a beer lover, you don't want watered-down flavor. You want the original light beer. Football season brings back the big hits, so reach for the biggest of them all, Miller Lite. You can find Miller Lite pretty much everywhere beer sold, or go to MillerLite.com slash GreenLight for delivery options near you. It's Miller Time, official beer partner of the GreenLight Podcast. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. The song goes out to Howie, who yeah. up and left to the West Coast. Mm. Got a fucking cool job. Left us in Got the dust. But never forgotten. He's the, only, he's the only brother not working for the family company, Green Light Podcast. But he's here. Volunteering. Yeah, he's volunteering tonight. We got... So I got Man I Miss My Dogs, that's the layup line song. Wheezy. Man Off, I Miss My uh, Dogs. That's the Carter, which some pe- most people like the Carter too. I'm going to zag. I'm going to say I like the Carter better than the Carter too. But it's kind of, it's, it's, we're cutting hairs I'm a here. Carter 3 guy. And that's all. That tells you it's all about like where you were in your life, and, and it's okay. And it's but fine. I love all Carter. Yeah, well, all the Carters. Bah, Carter. And Howie's here with us. So uh, Howie, um, aka Dirty Harry, has joined the pod. He's going to be H Low lobbing some alley oops to Kyle and myself on the back half Hello. of this pod. What's going on over there, Howie? How's Vegas? Hot, 
cooling down, favorite part of the year, football season, about 85, 90 degrees. Pool Hot parties. Cooling are, down. Okay. It's just, guy's a fucking weatherman out here. Hot, but cooling down threw me for a fucking loop, Howie. But it's prime well, it's golf weather. Than- Drive, dry, 85, 90 degrees. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Howie, do you want to lead with your with your questions? We have a number of mailbag questions, but Howie also comes with uh, he's got a very uh, particular set of skills. So I, I I put together a few duties uh, for you guys. You got you know answer the ones you want. Don't answer the. Kyle ones. just told me to go first because he's chewing French fries from McDonald's. <laughs> well, perfect. <laughs> mouth with French fries in his mouth. Go first. Well, we'll uh, we'll get this started here. So, you know, I like I like kind of the question of fuck Mary kill. So I'm gonna, uh, uh-huh. I'm gonna stick with that. We're gonna. It's kind of on topic. If you guys, you know, we like topics. Um, if you're avid Netflix watchers, this Ooh. one's hot right now. Oh gosh, I, I don't watch serial killer movies. I know where this is going. I don't like to glorify these freaks. Somebody's got to fuck Jer- Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer. John Wayne Gacy and Ted Bundy. Okay. 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 I don't know anything about these guys. Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer was a racist and a serial killer. We're gonna kill him. Okay. Isn't that accurate? Clearly racist. Targeted, uh, targeted black kids and and. Yeah, that right, guy. Like, that guy's getting killed. He's getting killed. John Wayne Gacy uh, was the Chicago-based uh, clown. John Wayne okay. Gacy. I'm gonna dress up um, as a clown. I'm gonna marry him because uh, you know he keeps got a great sense of humor. Keeps it light. Okay, moving on. And then obviously Zach Efron. We talked about him on the last pod. I'm obsessed with Zach Efron. Zach Efron killed a guy. I'll just take him once. Just me and Zach once. So yeah, I'll marry the 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 clown guy. Marry the clown. We can share him. We'll laugh a lot. He'll so, cut my throat okay. in my sleep. <laughs> So you're fucking Ted. I'll be complaining about all the shit I have to do tomorrow. I won't wake up. He's fucking Ted Bundy then. Yeah, Ted Bundy. I'm fucking Ted Bundy. Who was known as the handsome serial killer. So there you go. Handsome guy. You fell victim to the old handsome serial killer. Yeah. Yep. The statistics say that, you know, that that order is is what the rest of America went with too. So this is where we get a little, we get into some murky water. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My death finder says we're in the swamp. Howie. So, Jerry Jones. Okay. Oh, okay. Dan Snyder or Robert Kraft. Okay. Fuck Mary. Okay, I'm going to marry I'm going to marry um uh Dan Snyder. He's going to prison. How easy is that? That's good. I get all his money. That's good. I get his yacht, the whole thing. Yeah, just write him letters, come to see him, no conjugal visits. I think Jerry Jones would be a fun date. It would be uh, yeah. You're fucking Jerry Jones, dude. You're effing Jerry Jones. Be, like you're gonna have on the, the most world. amazing night ever. If you're a big football fan and you say you don't want to date Jerry Jones, you're lying to yourself because you get to go see Cowboy Stadium. You get to meet Dak and all these guys. Yeah. Get to go on the yacht. I'm I'm assuming he's got the bus that pulls up everywhere. You go to the combine. Jerry Jones the is third? there in a giant white bus with a just huge star on it. You're like, oh, Jerry's here. Robert Kraft. Oh, Robert Kraft. I might marry Robert Kraft, Howie. He's got good values. He's a nice man. Um, he's kind of jacked. I saw him. He used to be in the locker room some. He's, he's kind of jacked, Howie. I might have to marry okay. Robert Kraft. Wow. No, 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 no. I want, the, I want Dan Snyder's money. He's, got, he's going to prison. So I'm going to marry him. 
Damn, this is tough. I'm not killing Robert Kraft for all the reasons that I just outlined. I might have to kill Jerry. Didn't Putin steal Robert Kraft's Super Bowl ring? Robert Kraft could show you a good yeah. time, man. That's a great story. Putin Putin surrounded out. you don't know this? No. Putin surrounded Robert Kraft essentially like they were hanging they were mingling at some event. Elon Musk is like, hear him out. So <laughs> you're gonna have to check me on the on the where they were, but Kraft and Putin were hanging out and Putin had all, a couple henchmen with him, and he was like, "Let me see your Super Bowl ring." Kraft took it off. Putin give put me, it, give me ring. Kraft took it off. Putin took it, uh, put it on, looked at it, walked away with it on. No, that's true. No, he still has it. No way. And uh, Kraft went to Roger Goodell and was like, "Hey, how can I get this back?" <laughs> and Roger Goodell was like, "Let's give my me hands." Bro, time. that reminds me so much of a time that I went to one of your games when we were when we were kids, like in the city, and there were some kids from another school that I was playing pickup basketball with, and it was my basketball. And the kid was like, "Hey, pass me that basketball," <laughs> and uh, and he just kept dribbling and and, and dribbled home. And, like, what was I going to do about it? You know what I mean? Man. Uh, that reminds me of what happened to, to fucking, yeah, it's all because of your game. What did you, you were at my game? Bro, I was, like, 12. I feel like I had things stolen from me at your game. Uh, bro, I was, like. Howie I was, and I used I was, to, okay. I was Howie. still a punk. Shout out to Howie Y'all got, Chris. no, I would, I, maybe I was younger than 12. We were at Greenbrier Christian watching you play in the state championship as a, fr- you were a freshman. Yeah. I must have been a fifth grader. Uh, yeah. Howie was a fourth grader. They had, like, a little dirt pile Y'all be- got no behind their it wasn't a fight. It was King of the Hill. It was like uh, no, mutually agreed fists. upon King of the Hill with fists with Greenbrier Christian kids. And we were like, you know what? We are winning in the football game and we're winning in the kids in section. In the kids section as well. And you should see field. us play at the stat yeah, kids and, section. And we could extend this game to, to, Howie, to, back the, me up. to the NFL at, uh, in Landover, Maryland. I want to hear what he said. Let's uh, talk about Landover, Maryland, shall we? Uh, we're in a fucking slugfest with the then Washington Redskins. It's like 11-9. You know, bodies are flying. I got to fucking really watch my ass out there. Little do I know, my brothers are fighting in the parking lot. After the game, somebody said something to mom. Howie, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead, Howie. Yeah. Well, I'm glad yeah, you did someone, So someone, someone said something to mom, and I just saw Kyle just sprint like 50 yards into this group of people. <laughs> and then mom rolls in there swinging her binoculars. No shit. And then no. the, the gentleman that we got into it with, all of a sudden we're like, we're police officers. Yeah, like, then the two horses showed up. There were horses there. And, and mom, mom was like, goes, fuck you. She was like going Daenerys Targaryen, like swinging yeah. shit off her dragon. Yeah. There was no dragon. But yeah. Felt like there should have been a dragon. I was on the ground about to get the shit kicked out of me. Of course, standard. Somebody always saves the day when you end up on the ground like that. But the two horses looked so big from the ground looking up in a fight. I'm like, those are dinosaurs. Yeah, and you felt like a Game of Thrones character. Yeah, and uh, I was waiting for Howie to come and just, you know. So we lost the game on the field and in the parking lot. We did. We took the L that day. But we were heavily outnumbered. (laughs) Maybe in both instances. So... Got another one. This one I labeled tycoons. Uh, I love it. Okay, yeah. Elon, Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, or the fictional Tony Stark. Okay, Tony Stark, we're killing him. Too many like like uh, like wise guy comments. I can't deal with that. Those movies or him in those movies. So I'm killing him. 
You don't follow uh, Elon Musk on Twitter, obviously. Uh, oh, I don't. I don't. Whoa, I'm gonna kill Elon Musk. Yeah, I'm killing Elon Musk because he's gonna assault me on his uh, on his on his space airplane. <laughs> you space go craft. first, Kyle. You go first. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Kill Jeff Bezos. Why, dude? Because I think he's the most powerful person on on the planet. Marry and him, dude. I want to kill him. Marry him. He's yeah. kind of jacked. He's been married. Every, like, dude, he gets the packages before we get the packages. You know how quick Amazon gives me the packages? I want less fucking packages. I'm tired of fucking un unboxing, and I'm tired of breaking down cardboard boxes. I'm tired of recycling. I'm tired of doing the right thing. Good to Just know. You good to know you want less packages. Okay, but you gotta you gotta. You would think that if you were to try to f Elon Musk, he would try to upsell everything. He would sell everything to you, right? Like if yeah. he was trying to show out, you would see some amazing shit. If if Elon Musk took you on a first date and he wanted to fuck you, oh yeah, he would. Yeah, he would definitely roll out the red carpet. You'd He'd be, be like, "Yo, you want to go my tunnel, go to, tunnel go to from Mars. Los Angeles to Hawaii? Yeah, yeah. yeah, we can get there in thirty seconds in my Model Z. Okay, I just no. made it. All I know is I don't know who I'm. South African diamond money. Uh, I'm. I'm going to tell you um, I'm, I'm going to marry Jeff Bezos for the reasons I mentioned. I, so I'll fuck Tony Stark. He, because it's fake anyway. Because it's fake anyway, yeah. And then I'm killing Elon Musk. It's metaverse. Musk. All right. We got a few questions here from the mailbag today. Uh, so the next one we've got, what photos would you use for your teenage dirtbag trend? From Steve Stroop. What is the teenage dirtbag trend? Read. Just Pictures that people want to see of themselves from 08. Do they usually yeah, pick like, like ones that aren't embarrassing but are embarrassing? Like, know. you know, kind of like do they play it safe or do they really post the most cringy shit? Some people do it right. And yeah. that's the, I, the point of it. But most people just go with yeah. the this is what I look like in 09. Yeah. Your MySpace photos. I know neither of you, I don't think, had MySpace. But. I did. I had a top five or whatever it was. Rivals.com yeah. picture is pretty bad for me. The song I was thinking came about that would that be to my page, you know. Kyle, do you, that would do you remember the Rivals.com picture? Uh, yeah, I do. Posing in front of a truck. Yeah, with we your just arms found a truck and, a and uh, throw on an A shirt. It doesn't get tougher than that. <laughs> Bro, you had to because they were looking at our tape like this kid, the, the school, there's just no other big kids. So you got to look tough. Like this is part of surviving. You know, like Rivals.com, I got to look like I'm hard. You were a six tool player. You had five playing tools yeah. and a great Rivals picture. Yeah, had a great Rivals picture. So I went to Jeff Haas's Package Depot location because I knew he had a big ass truck. Threw on the A shirt and uh, just rolled over and took. Yeah, it was a survival tactic, man. You know? It's good. Yeah, it's an it's an iconic picture. I was like uh, I was like Ryan O'Reilly and Oz, dude. I had to stab somebody in the fucking neck or something. I or think take I was a walking off the field picture. for mine, and they were just like, "Hey, look at me." And yeah. I looked at him, and I was like, "And they're like, good." <laughs> it rival. didn't take much to impress. I was just like probably ADD after the game, like yeah. running around. I was like, "I don't know you, man." You were you were you were big and imposing, Kyle. You could just you could take a picture a in, voice, in a bunny suit in a bunny suit. I had. Uh, I had one of those default photos where it's just like an image with like a the outline of a face on mine. You were Tom from MySpace. You were a shadow program guy. Shadow program man. And and leave my man Gabe Jackson out of this next question. Okay. Smelliest player you've played against or with. Smelliest player I've played with or against. You're an O lineman. You've definitely played with some people who are musty. Uh, 
I don't know if he was smelly, but just gross when he played. Josh Sitton had a, a, a rag he wore around his neck in the meeting room, which is air-conditioned, and there's, like, cold water and everything, and he's just dabbing sweat off his head. The, the whole meeting. year. And doing the big huffy puffs, like, yeah. if he missed a block. <sighs> spit everywhere. Dab his head, you know, spit his dip, make a big deal of it. Yeah. Tremendous player. Funny, but always yeah. had the rag. Good the player. Meeting. What team did you both always want to play for when you got to the NFL from Leviticus Cornbread? God, this is so topical because boy. the only football card that I have on my mantle still is a Brett Favre card. I was a big Packers he fan. He was a huge My Packers godfather fan. was Sean Jones or is Sean Jones, and um, he was a D-line teammate of my dad, but he played for the Packers when they won the Super Bowl. I went to Lambeau for the NFC Championship and you beat when us. they beat the you Panthers. Motherfucker. And, uh, yeah, Brett Favre was cool to me that day. Obviously, he has been not cool to people since. Yeah, people in general, not cool to. But I wanted to be a Packer. And then to get to go to the Bears was awesome. And Dad explained to me how important the Chicago Bears were to, are to the NFL. And I was like, fuck the Packers, man. It's a charter franchise, Kyle. Uh, those, the crown jewel franchise are the words he uses. George. I was a big Panthers fan. You were. I was a huge Panthers fan, dude. Like, legitimately... Would tear up over the Panthers. White defensive year. ends. Yeah, they had some. Tim Biakabatuka, Fred Lane, God rest his soul, Wesley Wesley Walls, fucking Tim Biakabatuka. I haven't heard you say that name in a decade yeah, at dude. least. Two decades. Yeah. Chris uh, Jenkins, Julius Peppers, obviously Dan Morgan. There's a whole bunch of outside dudes. Line. Huh? Sam Mills. Hall of no, Hall of Famer outside linebacker played for the Kevin Green. Uh, Kevin Green, yeah, Kevin. Green. Kevin Green. He was nice to me. I'm a, a story akin to uh, Kyle's Brett Favre story. I went down there for a dad did a feature down there, and he was like, "You want to go?" And I was like, "It's fucking Christmas," and I got to meet Kevin Green. And all Kevin Green did was live a life of excellence and was good to everyone. Uh, and your guy <laughs> turned out to be a, uh, a real like shit Favre. bag. <laughs> Up a Raiders fan and went to the the Super Bowl versus the Bucks and we got our dicks kicked in. Yeah, that was and bad. I didn't get to go. Yeah, uh, I got cussed out on the way out of that game. You guys remember this? We were walking out and they were like, "We're we're leaving in the third quarter." Dad's got like three kids trying to get them out of the Super Bowl before the Raiders riot outside the stadium, and these fans are like, "Fuck you, Howie! We're gonna tell Raider Nation about you, pussy." <laughs> We're going to fucking report you to Raider Nation, brother. And my dad was like, they got real passionate fans. You know, like, Raiders love their team, man. You got to just respect that and just keep your head down and move, you know. You got to respect that. And I was like, fuck those guys, dude. Um, so we got, this one's a little broad. Favorite off-field memory. After playing eight years in Chicago, you know, I retired. I came back. I joined the Chiefs. I trained all offseason, and then I became buddies with Pat and Travis. I got invited to Pat's golf tournament in Hawaii for yeah. the for the Patrick Mahomes Foundation. The the 15 and the Mahomes Foundation yeah. put on a luau out there in a golf tournament, and it was fabulous. And it was almost – it was better than any Pro Bowl or playoff game or getting to hang out with those guys in a real environment and – uh it match their their play on the field matches up with their the way they they are off the field. They're great dudes, and I can root for them. They're easy guys to root for. So the e the easy answer is off the field. Best thing was golf tournament Hawaii. Patrick and Travis. Off the field memory. Beat that, Chris. Marrying my wife Meg. 
Oh, I thought we were staying. T- okay, <laughs> good. Touche. Next question. No, no. Actually, honestly, outside of marrying my wife, Meg, it was... Um, Making my child. It was <laughs> my children. Um, okay, but if we're talking about like bullshit I did with my teammates uh, and with my friends, some of who are in this room right now, uh, it's going to Bonnaroo, dude. When we go to Bonnaroo, Damn. like I've Dola, been- Sammy B, Lane went one year. Uh, I mean, we just... We would get together, and it'd be like my best friends from back home. We always talk about these Bonnaroo trips. We'd go, we'd stay in a bus. Meg was there. Um, like, a couple of her friends were there. And it really started with me and, and Bradford going, and then Amendola, and uh, eventually, like, whoever would go. So it was a blast. Like, three days. It was like the break between, uh, m- like, mini camp and OTAs and uh, training camp. It was annual. That's my favorite memory. Oh, the fishing thing. Yeah, we've got a we got a video. We got. Reed, do review. you want to explain this video? There is a uh, big travesty in the fishing community. There was a video the other day. Two fishermen. They're competing as one team. Yeah. They're weighing their fish. The uh, head of this fish fishing tournament. Uh, he was like, "Yo, those fish you guys caught and weighed in at like thirty five pounds. They look like twenty pound fish." So he cuts them open. Boom. Fishing weights in these fish. Also, fish fillets. These fishermen, this team, had stuffed these fish full of weights and fish fillets like they bought at the store. Apparently, well, so now all their previous wins are in question. This would have been like a 30 grand prize if they had won this tournament. Their previous wins are are, uh, in question now. Mm. And um, in the video, the second a weight is pulled out of a fish's mouth, all the other competitors erupt in F-bombs and you're going to die. Oh, dude, dude it was you, like a South Park episode, dude. Those guys should do South Park voiceovers. You've the possible. You fucking cheater! going to kill your fucking family! You got all that fucking money? Yeah. You got that new boat? Yeah. Fuck oh, yeah. you, man! This one guy was like, you were talking shit to me and you do this, bro? <laughs> They like, said, no, they said, bro, wait a minute. He was just he was just standing there. This guy's name is like Jake. He's just standing there, like he's just frozen. He he's like, I have the rest of my life I'd rather be dead, bro. Because bro, his life is fishing. He, Let these guys get out of here. Remember that guy? What? He was like, Yeah. I don't want these guys to get yeah. hurt. We're not that was doing the head anything. Of the tournament. To, yeah, good. He was the head of the Let him get out of here. Guy was all class, man. And he was right. You know, take the fucking high road. We'll but I, but I but I will say this, guys. If you think they need to, this guy needs his title stripped and that sort of thing, and he needs to give his money back, then I I think you need to, you need to go after Mark McGuire and and you need to go after mm. you need to because all I hear this week when people were were like Aaron Judge is the new home run king, people were like, yeah, beat it, nerd. You know, like fucking steroids. Who cares? Fish weights. Who cares? Yeah, stuff more weights in your fish. Yeah, I think. I think these guys should get in the Hall of Fame. I think Jake should get, <laughs> Jake should get in the Hall of Fame. This makes fishing interesting. <laughs> it does. The, the sport needed this. When's the last time we had to talk bass fishing or water? When's the last walleye? time you got your bass tracker and did some even, incredible This guy's shit. not even in Jimmy Houston's league. They're doing walleye fishing. No disrespect to Joe Thomas. But they're not even... They're not Is even, he a sport fisherman now? Yeah, he's like a fucking big-time walleye guy. got skinny. So, yeah, dude. I'm over fishing. it. I'm over it. Well, I got a little little story for you. Okay. So 
I maybe was 14 and mom and I were looking for something to do in Montana. We'd been there for like a month. So this is not how this is. Okay. Continue. <laughs> mom and I decided to enter in a fishing tournament. We had no idea what the fuck we were doing. Uh, but we were out on the boat all day, not catching anything over. And we boat with two guys and it just reeling in probably like 20, 25 pound fish all day. So we went and we paid them for two of their biggest fish. Uh, <laughs> That's amazing. We did not turn the tournament, but we did come home and tell all of you that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's, not, that's not a code break. That's not a code break at all. And I was like, mom would not do some shit like this. But, like, if you had turned those fish in, I don't know, man. I think I wanted to. Mom, mom drew the line. Yeah. There. Now, you, you bring them home to fuck with us. That's fair game. Sweet. I've been worried about that one. I, I had no idea that that happened. Yeah, you the tongue, I'm kidding. I'm gonna bite you with my friend.